are listening to The Catherine Dunn Show or Dunson on Radio Free Brooklyn. The thoughts and opinions expressed on Dunson may not be those of Radio Free Brooklyn. They may not even be our own. We just say shit. And if you'd like to say shit too, get in here. More on how later. This is episode 166. Today is Saturday, January 16th. That was Steph Mahan. And the word of the day is... Marzipan. Who are we? Nervousness. Paranoid. Handsy. Exorcist. Regina Phalange. Oswald. I am Regina Phalange Oswald. Paranoid. Handsy. Nervous. And an exorcist. I sometimes try to get the devil out of people, and it comes into me. And that makes me nervous. Oh, my bad. Anyway, how's everybody doing today? Yola. Ooh. I'm a bit nervous because, like, um, I'm not experiencing exorcisms. It's <laughs> kind of like my first time. Um, I hope I don't F this up because literally all hell will break loose. I know exactly what you mean. Exactly what you mean. And now, Christina. Your mother sucks cock in hell. (laughs) Sorry, I burped. You and your demons and everybody else's demons are all out to get me. And you might think I'm groping you, but the reason why I'm handsy is actually I have a pocket full of holy water and I'm just rubbing it on you. Rubbing it on everybody. Well, I now have a handful of holy water because I reached deep inside your pocket. I was trying oh, to no. fist you. My bad. Oh, no. I like the inside of your puss. Hey, Elaine. I'm scared of all of you, okay? And, and I think you all need to be exercised. And I don't mean jumping jacks. I mean bad things go away. Amen. I hate men. But let's meet one. Hello, Kareem. Oh my gosh, uh, my throat. Uh, oh, I, it's, it's, it's that voice, I tell you, the voice of doom. Uh, you know, uh, I'm a little, you know, uh, get a little squeamish about, you know, heads that can turn all the way around through do 360, you know, so, and, and hearing that devilish voice and grin, ooh, that's something. I, I, I don't want to mess with him. Did you just gender me? Parker. What? Oh, sorry. I'm nervous. I'm handsy. I'm Regina. I'm an exorcist. I don't hate the demons. I just want them to go where they belong. You know, not inside the people. Go inside the animals. The animals wreak the havoc. They create the chaos. (coughs) The animals are Satan's children. Let's just... Let's just, just write it out the way it is. I mean, they, they, they live in the woods and they challenge humanity. And religion is about man's dominion over nature. That's why I exercise the demons into the animals. And I get handsy, but it, it gets the job done. Don't, don't make me more nervous than I have to be. I, I like to say I'm not a demon. I just crush a lot. Tom. I'm Regina Falange, and I think... And I'm sure you do, too, that it's great that the church is letting nuns do what was usually just a priest's job before, like exorcisms. But I think some of these sexist old school priests have it in for me. And they're like, they're I don't know what they've set up. I think they're plotting against me. The bishop, for one. But I I cast out demons by touch, you know, when I, I get kind of touchy because I used to be a faith healer and now I cast out demons and I sort of use my hands for that. It's old habits die hard. And so do demons. Speaking of hard, why are you hard right now? <laughs> what the fuck? I'm grabbing his dick. What? Don't make it weird. <laughs> well, I'm a peepee so hard. And speaking of making my peepee so hard, please welcome Roberto De Jesus. <gasps> okay, muting makes me nervous and paranoid. I have not been exercised, but my mother cast demons out of me three times since I was baptized three times in my life. True story. Uh, I met a girl named Regina who was very handsy, made marzipan with her phalanges, and didn't even try to rhyme there, but it happened. And... Sometimes I'll be rapping, so there we go. 
Well, the power of Christ compels me to introduce my next guest, Paul. Uh, I don't have it. <laughs> Just, I don't have it. Nope. Uh-huh. Not going to do it. All right. <laughs> and as I mentioned before, we have Steph Mahan, but today she's Regina Falange Oswald. Well, my character is now, I'm getting confused about the exercise because I need to be exorcisted because, um, <laughs> well, I've gained a little weight during this pandemic thing and I'm as fat as a hog. And so exercise me, please. I also like hogs. Welcome. All right. Woo! Now. Woo! For a wine and a whisper. girl crush going on. (laughs) Today I'll be drinking Avalon. That's nice. I like that wine. You had it? I have had it, yeah. I've had it. I've had it. It's a cab, right? Yes. I think they also make a Pinot Noir, though. I think a lot of uh, different varietals, yeah. That's Wally. That one's yours? What's his name? Wally. 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 Bug-eyed Wally. Better Mr. Cute. All right, give this a listen. There's a lot of people at How are the legs? <laughs> Check the legs on the glass. Ah, uh, yeah. No legs. I already nice. don't like the smell. Do you you do not like? <laughs> we'll it? see how it goes. Though. You don't like the smell. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Might taste. Oh, well, that smells like pure gasoline. Hold on. Oh, that wasn't a good pop sound. <sighs> but here, okay. cheers. Yeah. Very good. All right. All right, guys. Let's let's do a wine and a whisper. Um, so, um, my neighbors don't recycle, but my landlord is paying them to recycle. the garbage in the wall you think that you're yelling <laughs> she can't whisper that's as close as I'm coming to whispering okay I believe her my neighbors are really nice whisper. I pretty much whisper. you're yelling but wait Elaine this Elaine, is what you don't want your neighbors to hear that's right yeah. Elaine wait what what are they they were banging on what the garbage chute. They Just open now. the door and they, yeah, right now, bang, bang, bang. Is there a way Super to like, push them down? Wasn't someone pushed down a chute not too long ago? Yeah, I think that did happen. Yeah, it did. There was a woman. Right behind this wall is the elevator and the garbage chute. Both are annoying, but the elevator is nobody's fault. Everyone's fault. That's the a designer's fault. I want to complain about my neighbors too. Yeah. Go ahead. It's, it's this. It's this older guy, and he's got adult kids, and they come with their kids, and they scream out in the parking lot, and they scream in funny voices, and I don't know why they do it. It's really <laughs> irritating. What does the voice sound like? It depends. Sometimes it's like they're trying to sound like cartoon characters. Maybe they need to be exercised. I think they do. Just They're adults. Yeah, the adults and the kids, they both do it. They do it together, like to each other. Is it funny? No. <laughs> it's irritating. Did they laugh? Record it. Yes. I had to mute myself before because they were doing it on the call just now. If they do it again, you have to let us know because we have to hear it. Okay, yeah, I let think, us hear it. I think they're gone for now. I want to complain about oh, my wife. Sh- I want to complain about my wife, who when I pick up dog poop, 
she makes me carry it on the entire walk because yeah. I can't put it in somebody else's garbage. Oh, I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. I have to carry poop for a mile and a half. Oh no, I God. put it in the next garbage. No, it goes in the next garbage. No, it doesn't. It goes in the next garbage. Why does it's work? garbage day. You can put it in there. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Always it's garbage day. If they complain, Just... tell them that you'll leave it in front of their house instead. Just don't, don't put it in an empty can. If there's already garbage in the can, it's a fair game. Yeah. That's what I would do. This motherfucker put dog shit in my fucking recycling. Who did? <laughs> Some oh, dick with a dog, and I wanted to kill him, but oh, I didn't. I thought you were pointing at me. That doesn't go on recycling. It doesn't go on recycling. Organic? Okay, I'll agree with yeah. that. But it's going garbage cans are fair game. <laughs> as, as long as they're not empty. If they're empty, then you're kind of a dick. Why? Yeah. Tom, what do you do about your dog shit? I'm lucky. I live in Manhattan. I mean, there's garbage cans on every corner, pretty much. Wait, yeah, that's wait, right. Wait, wait. Christina, why does it matter if it's empty or full? Because if it's empty, then when they put their garbage on top, the poop bag bursts, and then they've got poop all on the inside of their it's garbage not can. Gonna burst. What I the blow fuck? No, that's real. What? Poop bursts. Listen. What are you talking about? The bag. How big do you think the, the bag is? The poop bag bursts. Never. Never. How do you know? You, you know? stand there watching the watch garbage can. Unless you stamp on it, it's not going to burst. Are you the poop police? Because they might. Yeah. Do you stand they there and watch the bag blow nope. up? No one is whispering. Fuck the whispering lady. God, complain about that. (laughs) No garbage bags burst. Who watches the goddamn bag blow up and burst? You stand there watching it, it, it's not bursting. They don't know what's in there, and they shove their bags on top, and then it goes squish. I had a Chinese man yell at me in Chinese for about a good five minutes, and I said, do you want me just to leave it on your sidewalk? Because I don't understand what you're yelling at me for. How do you say dog poop in Chinese? I have no idea, but good five minutes, he was yelling at me, and I just kept saying, I don't understand you. Keep yelling, because I don't understand you. There was probably a phrase that he was saying a lot, and that phrase was probably dog poop, right? Okay, dog is gal. Okay. And um, shit and dirt Uh. uh, is C. So... Galsy. Galsy. Yeah. That's oh. up, Elaine. And I would have said yes. <laughs> yes, yes Galsy. Have a nice day. Uh, yes, I am Gassy. Oh, you didn't say Gassy? <laughs> we just learned how to say dog shit in Chinese. Yep. I'm so excited. I'm going to use that tomorrow. Gal Cassie? Gal Cassie? Galsy. Yeah. Galsy. Galsy. Gal's dog. Um, and doggy is gal gal. Um, C is like, you know, dirt and shit. And, you know, it's just like, you know, I know it's like, and I just two totally different two categories, but like in Chinese, it's like, I guess, yeah. lumped together. Yeah, so dirty. If I go to get a tattoo and I tell them I want gal C and I show them the characters, ah. I just tell people it means something. Make, make sure the characters are, you know, like the Chinese characters are right. Because, like, one of the things that, we love to poke fun of people is <laughs> bad tattoos. Oh my god, I want a dog shit tattoo. It's gonna be dog dirt. Are you <laughs> talking about the neck tattoo? Yoda? Oh, dude, yeah. The neck Don't tattoo. they say Coca Cola instead of peace, love, right? One time I was in New York and there was um, a, a white supremacist in the studio I was working in. He was some kind of metal guy and we were in the same studio and he had um, Chinese letters on his, his neck and I asked him what they meant because I've got one. And he said it means white supremacy, and I'm like, uh, you you've got Chinese letters that mean white yeah, supremacy. But they wrote Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Christina, I <laughs> hope so. In Chinese, so, this one lady in Hong Kong, I was in, in Hong Kong doing a show. She said, "Why do you have tattoo that says noodle?" And I'm like, "What?" I, I almost start crying, but it just it says faith. And she had to go for like about two hours, and she, I was like, "Oh." She was flirting. Flirting. <laughs> Previously oh. on the Catherine Dunn show. Pandemic at the Disco. That comes out of which is worse, the gun or the party. Tapas is an acronym for tiny ass plates, comma, Spanish. Karen is lazier than a woodworking dentist. Now we have a new expression. <laughs> lazier than a dentist with wooden teeth. Also, 
Find out if you are a member of Mensa by completing the Reader's Digest quiz. All of this can be found in last week's episode. Now for the weekly wrap-up with Roberto. And that's Wally. Here we go. Y'all ready? Ready. Let's start with obvious news. Twice impeached Donald J. I'm never sorry for Jews who just speak upon hate and terror. God is he screwed. But McConnell will never touch him. So now Chucky Shoes got his own knife to cut the mustard. Over 150 arrests after the Capitol storm. I say it's still not enough. They're still free to march on. These are terrorists domestic. Take the leaders and don't let go. They're just bailing themselves out. Writing another manifesto. It's all a big act. One political circus, in fact. And now Siegfried is gone. Disappeared in his final act. After Roy Horn's passing due to COVID left the sore. Siegfried bit the dust. Worse than Roy's tiger manicure. It's hardcore. More. News is all around us. Like now Houthis in Yemen are considered foreign terrorists. Mike Pompeo didn't stop, and now it's Cuba. He says Castro's regime is still around us. That's Basuda, Tommy Lasorda. Rest in peace with your peers. At least you lived long enough to see the Dodgers win last year. Stop harassing Harris. She's allowed to be on Vogue. I'm astounded by her clothes, standing powerful, composed. And Petco stock rose way past their IPO. Maybe pets are the best investments if you didn't know. And Dollar General became the first to pay their workers to get the vaccine. I'm not really sure how that's going to go. Roberto, once again, bringing you the rant Like Harden joined the Nets with Kyrie and Durant But enough about sports, no more gloom but glee South Korea will now be giving out their vaccine for free And Andrew Yang wants to be the mayor of NYC And Harvard removed a member who was super GOP Flint, Michigan mayor is finally charged legally For leaving 12 dead along with 8 of his peeps Puerto Rico's new governor wants to make it a state I say why not, it just means their parades get a new date Giuliani lowers the bar. I'm pretty sure I called that. They want to expel him for saying trial by combat. 70 bars are suing Como for lockdown measures. At least keep the bars in Bushwick open for my liver pleasure. Gin and seltzer. I'm fizzing out. I hope you laugh some. Back to you, the true dope queen, Catherine. Now I'm done. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love that. You rock, Roberto. You yep. rock. That was, good. that was a great one. Huh? I have a crush on you, too. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to get jealous. While he's rapping, too. While he's always involved. <laughs> I do want to take this moment to say that there was a boy in a restaurant with two abusive parents. The waitress caught wind of it, and then she wrote the boy a note and said, do you need help? And the boy shook his head yes, and now he's safe. So keep that in mind, people. If you ever see a kid, you know, seems like there's a situation, because you can tell. Please try and find a way to, you know, help. help. Right. And now for animal news. Uh-oh, animal news. Okay, you're going to hate me, because everything I found this week was sad. All right, so trying. that was animal news. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> the happiest one is that there's a New York pigeon that made it all the way to Australia, but they're going to try to kill him when they catch him, so I hope he keeps avoiding the law. That's not really happy because they're trying to kill him. I don't it's, get that. Can't they just quarantine the pigeon? Or catch it and send it back? Are they following this pigeon? How do they know? I mean, that's a pretty remarkable pigeon if it's on its way to Australia. I think we should... Not kill it. Well, did he tell somebody exactly. that he's headed to Australia? Did someone squeal on him? It, they made, they think it made it across on a boat when it was sent out to do its little mission. It decided, no, I'm going to Australia instead. And what somebody in Australia saw it eating out of its bird feeder and looked it up online and said, whoa, that's a New York pigeon. Oh, that's a New York uh, pigeon here, Dungaree Do A piece of pizza in his beak. <laughs> anyway, I hope he stays free. I'm going to call my representative, Bruce. <laughs> Life doesn't care about your plans, man. It just happens anyway. Well, that's why there are green pigeons living in Brooklyn, okay? Or pigeon, I should say, what are they called? Quaker parrots? Pa- parakeets? Monk parakeets. People get pets and can't keep them, so they let them free. And then you've got, like, pigeons mating with canaries. The bird that are living in Brooklyn broke out of a box that broke in JFK 20, 30 years ago. So they've taken over half of North America. They're nuisance birds. I owned one. They're really cute, and they laugh like me if you own them long enough. (laughs) 
I really miss my parents, but they live all across the United States and they're illegal in some states. If you are listening, Mr. Michael Tyson, I ask that you please save this pigeon. Please, Mr. Michael Tyson. You're our only hope. Yeah, no problem. And now let's hear about our animals. This is Tattletales or let's talk shit about our pets, whatever you want to call it. This week, I was petting. I wasn't even petting. I was eating breakfast. It was earlier today. And the next thing I know, my cat jumps up on me. She's now like all over the arm of the chair and being ridiculous, not letting me eat like she does. Then my dog was like, fuck this. I'm sick of your relationship. And she came over and like clawed at my arm and clawed at the cat. And the cat just looked at her like, bitch, I'll cut you. But (laughs) she didn't. And I'm like, what is this? Why? Why? Like, my cat is such a hot-tempered cat, according to you, and things that I've seen, but she won't do it in front of me. Yeah, she attacks her in the alley here at night. Yeah. She's she's sick. Probably because the last time I caught her, I had her fixed. And she's like, oh. I don't want that again. But I, I think it's because she doesn't want me to know that her. she's bad. Sometimes. <gasps> There's Mr. Cute. And who's your cutie? Steph? This would be Poppy. I found her in Georgia last year on the side of the road. That's Elfie, El- Elphaba, and I found her in Tullahoma, Tennessee, and I've got two cats. But she they're great dogs. And Aww. She's a lab mix. Hi, yeah, I'm talking about you. I know. <laughs> so it was like she was just waiting for you on the side of the road, eh? Yeah, she I she was. She was just like she looked you you could tell she had a really a call that was kind of getting into her neck. And so I said, Hey you, you need some help? And she looked at me and she just jumped right in my car. Perfect. And I had another dog already, but you know, who cares? I've always got, you know, several dogs. And then in my backyard, even though I live right in the city, I am feeding a baby fox and the mama fox. Oh. Yeah, that's nice. I know. That's cool. So when you guys die, come back as any animal, and I'll take good care of you. Well, Mr. Cute's been good all week. He's only buried one piece of food in the socks. (laughs) That's what he does. He thinks he's burying it for later, and it's only been one piece this week. We bought the greenies, and you have to break them in half because he can't eat the whole thing at once. And if he can't finish the second one, he'll run and hide and stick it under a pile of socks or laundry and and try to bury it for like 10 minutes with his nose. Aw. Admit it. Oh, I love him. How old is he? He's uh just about eleven. Oh, that's still kind of young for a small dog. Yeah, I got him at the pound, so he's so that we're not not really sure. So he's a he's a rescue piece of (laughs) piece. He's defect. I was gonna say piece of defective dog. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, and then I said that's mean, but he is a defective dog. You call him a discount Pomeranian. (laughs) It's a discount. Forty bucks. You can't get another Pomeranian for forty bucks just anywhere. Oh, (laughs) he's so cute. Come down to Elaine's Pomatorium. Forty dollar palms. Is it only the greenies that he hides? No, he'll hide. He'll if if. There's food in his dish that's hard, like solid food. He'll take a piece out and take it and hide it somewhere. I don't know why. <laughs> we don't have the other dog anymore. Cutlet passed in May, so I don't know if he's hiding it for me because he thinks I'm going to eat his food. I, I just doesn't. I give him more food than he takes. I don't understand. <laughs> he's getting like a barrel. He's. Jeff says he's big bone. <laughs> that's what they say about me. <laughs> What about Wally? Fine. Yeah, how's Wally? Wally's good. Wally's actually Jamie's, uh, uh, my girl's dog. My dog actually passed away um, a while ago. Uh, he was 19 years old when he died. Oh, wow. That's uh, my dog, Kato. But uh-huh. uh, yeah, he was Australian Shepherd. This is Wally. Hi, Wally. He's pretty nervous. He looks so regal. Like, yeah, get the paparazzi away from me. <laughs> They're all the same. He's like, ah, whatever, fuck you. He'll argue. <laughs> All right, buddy. <laughs> and how's the fish? Wait, Christina's fish. How's Christina's fish? Finn Diesel is fine. He's just hanging out. And the dog that's been visiting? Oh, May uh, lives with my dad, but she's, you know, she's originally my dog, but I think uh, my dad might have ideas about whose dog she is now. 
I visit her once a week. She's always super happy to see me. I took her for like a little hike last Sunday and um, you know, she's just, she, she's a good, happy girl. She doesn't usually hide her food except if I get her the Himalayan yak cheese chew, those things she like goes crazy for and she'll actually try to bury them outside in the dirt and then she goes and digs them up later and tries to bring them in the house and they're absolutely disgusting but she loves them so much <laughs> your dog is gross <laughs> what's the himalayan chews what are they yak it's cheese chew. himalayan yak cheese chews so there's like yaks and i guess they milk them and then they make cheese and it's like this really really dense hard somewhat stinky chew and she like loves them she loves them so much where do you get them pet store or online i think you can get them at chewy stinky yeah yeah chew (laughs) how's lord toad beans lord of the toad beans has found a paper that he likes very much several tissue papers and he's fashioned himself a small house or hut that he becomes trapped in and then meows to be let out of Aww. and reconstructs so he can crawl back up into it again. Oh, I must see this. Yep, it's glorious. <laughs> Kareem, do you have any? Not personally, but uh, at, with, at my dad's, uh, you know, there's it's, it's like straight out of, you know, a scary movie. You know, you're just sitting down to eat and, and this, this huge, uh, forget the, uh, he's from uh, like... Uh, like up uh, near the Arctic kind Malamute? of dog. I forget the... Could that's, be, yeah. He's cute. so huge. And he just kind of comes in the room and just... Everything goes silent as he makes his growl. Maybe a St. Bernard. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it's freaky. Oh, I love him. Just like Mr. Cute. He does the same yeah. thing. Speaking of gigantic dogs, how's Cooper? Well, this week he's been like clawing at the closet doors. And we couldn't figure out why. But... I'm sort of living out of laundry bags because all the dresser spaces is, is has Karen stuff in it, naturally enough. So I'm living out of laundry bags in there at the <laughs> bottom of the closet. He wants to go in there because it's a nice bed for him. That's what we found out. They like dirty laundry. They just do. Now let's hear from Steph. What will you be playing for us today? Oh, this is a song <laughs> I actually wrote with a Canadian friend of mine. Yes. Not he was he lives here now, so he was in Canadian or Canada or wherever you call it. This is called "Burned by the Torch." It's on my last record, not yes, the last record I did, which is the saddest record ever on the face of the earth. So if you ever have a good breakup, get this record.
and the cab goes crazy. <laughs> that was awesome. Nice. I one time had this guy on this other interview saying that Steph Mahan writes the saddest songs ever. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, thanks. But I'm really funny in between, so no one wants to go kill themselves after a show. Has banter. anyone? Yes. I have, My banter is very funny. Yep. Yes. You gotta have banter. And then I'm like, hey, ha, 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 ha. Here's a sad song. <laughs> sad songs make more money. They get more crowded. They really, it always wins song of the year. Sad song always wins. No. What about Adele? Yeah, oh, God, I love Adele. Good point. Even Taylor Swift. People so love a sad much. song. It's like oh, wait, watching I a feel... scary movie because at least your head's not being chopped off by a mutant. Right. And people come and see my shows and at least I'm not her. Sad. <laughs> And we all have sort of a more fascination with the macabre than we think we do. Yeah, I agree. There's actually more words in the English language for something negative than positive. Really? That's a fact? Is that a fact? Well, if you think about the way language evolved, you would want to describe things that have a negative impact or like use language as a way to warn people about things. It's a more accurate way of putting things. Also like warn against potential threats and danger. Right, yeah. That's why Mm. we communicate. That's kind of interesting. Let's all ask Steph a question, starting with Elaine. Oh, so where's my happy song? Where's Wow? (laughs) You didn't request it. If you would have requested it, I would have put, you did say that. I didn't know I was supposed to do it on the show. It's all right. I I write the happy news. I like the happy songs. I I, I do write some happy songs. Christina, how did you choose the name Poppy for your dog? Well, my girlfriend, wife now, girlfriend at the time um same person i wasn't changed that much but um she kept calling her here puppy and i was like because we didn't know what to call her because you know we got i've gone through so many dogs so um so we she started calling her puppy and i'm like poppy let's call her poppy so and she answered to it she liked it and she's so cute yola people do that because like um my um mom's like oldest brother like he, he died but like like some time ago but like Back in like the '90s or the 2000s, like we went up to Canada to visit them, and their dog was called Gal Gal because, as I told you, Gal means dog, so Gal Gal means doggy. Because I couldn't figure out what to call the dog, so they just called it doggy because couldn't, they couldn't give it a name. They didn't know what to call it, so I just uh, we just called it doggy until we think of something, and the name stuck. Yola, not a question, but I love it. My grandmother yeah. used to have a cat named Pretty Cat. Same story. What should we call the pretty cat? She asked over and over again until Pretty Cat became the name. Oh. I, I used to have a cat that kind of would prance. And I, I was like nine and I named him Doo-Wah Diddy Kitty. Because he would like Aww. like that. He would prance like that. It was like Doo-Wah Diddy. It was just very cute. <laughs> now I've got Cat Mandu and Frady Cat. Kareem. Yeah. You know, well, it's great to be connecting with you from uh, all the way down in Nashville and... Uh, it, 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 was it the music scene that brought you down there in the beginning? Yeah, I've been down here 30 years. I got my I got a writer's deal and a deal on, on a record label. And um, and so I, um, yeah, I've been here a long time. And I love it. I, it's changed a lot, but I do love it here. It's a good city. Minus the bombings and tornadoes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So you've been down to the Grand Ole Opry? Oh, a yeah. Lot? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't live too far from there. And I live really close to the Rhine, and yeah, so. And I, I do love it here, but, you know, they don't really, um, I, when I first moved to town, I, I had a record deal on a big label, and um, and then I told them stupidly that I'm gay, and then they are like, whoop, ripped the contract up. So, yeah, that, that didn't go over so well, but, you know, that was in the 90s, so. Don't tell anyone you're gay in the 90s. That's late for that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. but not in country music. Oh, well. That's sad. Yeah, totally. Country music's totally different, but it's okay. You know, at least when I'm 80, I'll be able to say I lived. With, I, you know, didn't lie about myself. So, you know, I can live with myself. But you got another deal, like immediately after, with another label. Not a record deal. I got a couple publishing deals. Yeah, I've had publishing deals, but I've never had another record deal. Not a major. Not a major. Well, fuck record labels anyway. You don't no. need them anymore. Thank you. That's all. But if anyone knows a booking agent, my booking agent just retired. So if you know a booking agent, give me a call. Roberto. Did you like the show in Nashville? I did not like that, that show because it was so fake. Somebody gets off the bus and they're like, 
oh, I just got off the bus and I was cute, so I got a record deal. I'm like, oh, fuck you. You did not. <laughs> it just doesn't work that way. But, you know, I mean, so I think that show hurt. I think that's why Nashville got so big so quick. And now it doesn't really happen. You know, it's just not like that anymore. But Connie Britt was hot, let's face it. Oh, she's great. She was- yeah, she's hot. I do like her. She, and, and everyone on the show was really nice. And I've met a couple of them, but, you know, it was, I don't think it was true to how country music is, really. Yeah, true. So, sad. Tom. But, do you ever play a slide or a 12-string? I do have a 12-string. I've got a 72 12-string, and I have a, a, a resonator guitar, but I'm not good at it. I'm not, I don't really consider myself a good guitar player. I'm an okay guitar player, but I wish I did if have a good, I love a good slide player. I, I love. It's a totally resonator. different instrument. Mm-hmm. It's so, it's Talk just like. Tabletop slide. Oh, now I do love a lap steel. Yes, the lap, the lap guitar. Yeah, lap steel. But no, just like Bonnie Raitt plays a, a slide guitar. She'll, you do it in an open tuning and just get a like, glass slide and just do all this. And I'm like, God, I would love to be able to do it. Fretless instrument with a glass slide. Bull. How many albums do you have and where can you be found? StephMahan.com. And I have six CDs out. And I just got my last one out right before COVID hit, so I didn't really promote it. And I have two questions for you. One, what is the name of that record label so we know to boycott them? But it was in the 90s. So. <laughs> That's the big one. I don't want to hurt my chance of ever getting looked at again, but yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. Okay. It was a biggie, especially in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. You can let me know if I should cut that from the no, episode. And my other question is, what's your happy song? I have... I have several happy songs, but her favorite one is Wow. Should I do that one instead of the other one I was going to do? A song about love. <laughs> do what you want to do. Whatever makes you feel happy. Yeah, just come back and do it again. Oh, yeah, definitely. I like the website. Nice and cozy. Oh, it's kind of cozy. and everyone, But everyone sees those pictures and they're like, come to the shows and they're like, I want to see this girl. I'm like, mm, yeah, photos, really good photos. <laughs> <laughs> Cozy is a perfect word for it. Speaking of perfect words, the super secret word of the day is marzipan. Let's play. Ooh, that reminds me. So when I was six years old, I didn't know what marzipan was. And I knew a man who owned a bakery and he let me go and make some marzipan and I ate it. And I ate so much that I got sick and threw up in the trash can. (laughs) I was a fatty at six. That reminds me of marzipan which is almond-based, and we used to have almond liqueur liqueur at my house when I was, like, 16. We used to mix it with orange juice and call it bocce ball. I don't know if that's what it's really called. And we'd sit around and drink it in my basement. And, of course, the same thing happened to me. Too much, and I threw up. (laughs) But it was a bocce ball. That's uh, amaretto and OJ is bocce ball. Redolin? Amaretto. (laughs) Oh, that's you. And Ritalin. And that was <laughs> That cool. Reminds Me. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Oh, go on, Roberto. I was going to say I did not, uh, I love marzipan, but there was another time I threw up when I tried something for the first time, and that was Twizzlers in theaters. Oh. Marzipan, just Twizzlers, first time vomiting. I never had Twizzlers after that. That reminds me when I saw the first Alien movie and, and there was someone having, uh, I, well, I don't know if it was a heart attack or what. I was with a couple guys from college and the guy like was collapsed in the aisle and um, Steve Durloff was really pissed off at how callous the people around us were. That reminds me of the first time I ever dialed 911 from my cellular phone. It was in Manhattan. A man was bloody. And he didn't look well. And a bunch of people were like, we must call 911 to help him. We didn't know any better. And these young dirtbag teens were like, you're a bunch of assholes. You just got him arrested. You're not fucking helping. And I was like, oh, shit. I didn't know. But now I know. Don't do that. Mind your business. If you see something, say something. 
That reminds me when stitches get stitches. Excuse me. (laughs) Seriously. Yeah, no. And another time I saw a kid getting abused in the back of a car and I called the cops and the cops were dicks about it. I thought the reason that you weren't supposed to call 911 for somebody is because uh, you don't know their insurance situation and you might be sticking them with a $4,000 ambulance bill. That's real. Uh, Are you sure? Which they could just not pay. That's real. Fuck that. That's real. I'm calling 911. I'm calling 911. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's uh, check out your uh, insurance program. Calling 911 really is just a thing that makes you feel like you did something in a situation where you feel powerless. Bullshit. No. It's to it help works. somebody. They do nothing. I once was eating. It helped. Oh, you fucking idiot. Helped them all the way to medical bankruptcy. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. Ooh. If I see somebody die body, instead. Yeah, they're stupid. And I just don't. Thank you, bud. Your life's worth more than that. Charge me whatever you want. Take me to the hospital. I don't have to pay it. You really don't. Help me because you took a Hippocratic oath as a doctor, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, you piece of shit, doctor. What's <laughs> your fucking problem? <laughs> Fuck you, doc. Thanks. You Thanks for saving my life, by the way. <laughs> yeah, what seriously. The fuck? <laughs> God damn. Oh my god. Why they don't let you talk to doctors when you go to urgent care anymore? You have to talk to someone at the front desk because they can refuse you care. They could be like, oh, yeah, we're, ah, we're, close, we're so close tonight. If you run up to a doctor and you're like, I'm fucking cut, I'm bleeding, and the doctor doesn't do shit, they could, like, lose their doctor it. powers. Their doctorate. <laughs> their doctor powers. Doctor powers. <laughs> this is my doctor. Oh, no. I like the doctor powers. <laughs> I like doctor powers. Speaking of Dr. Powers, if you live in New York City and run either for fun or exercise, here's a way to learn something about the city while you're getting in your workout. City Running Tours is now offering neighborhood running tours designed with locals in mind. New York City takes pride in the diversity and character of its neighborhoods, and these unique running tours offer an opportunity to learn the history of a neighborhood and get personal recommendations from your guide. Choose from tours of 23 neighborhoods, including Bees Village, the Upper West Side, Bushwick, Long Island City, and Roosevelt Island. For more information about the running tours and to see a list of neighborhoods and a full tour schedule, check out their website at www.cityrunningtours.com forward slash New York City. And check out a live tour every Saturday at 10 a.m. on Instagram, City Running Tours. You are listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. As it has been for so many, 2020 was a difficult year for us financially, and every dollar helps us to stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. Please help by pledging whatever you can. RFB is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or one-time donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. We also have mobile apps to check them out and a newsletter, RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. This show has a website. Go to thecatherinedunshow.com. You can also mail us stuff. 1369 Broadway, P.O. Box 210-363, Brooklyn, New York, 11221. And now it's time for Settle This Petty Bullshit for Us. Yeah, what is it this week? (laughs) Okay, if you have a dog and the dog likes to sit on furniture, but you're like, I don't like fur on my body, is it appropriate to make it impossible for the dog to sit in the chair even when you're not using it? Or can you just, like, share the chair? Jared. It's appropriate. I put Don't a have that person in your house. <laughs> <laughs> I love Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I put a blanket on my pillow because I'm allergic to Mr. Cute. So I'll put something on it so that I don't wake up with my eyes watering. But I wouldn't tell him he can't be on my pillow. He's on my pillow with a blanket on top of it. Nope. So I would do the same thing for a chair. Lint removers on deck. Like everywhere you go, there's a lint remover or fur remover or something around here. So if anyone complains about fur, it'll be gone in five seconds. Yeah. Typically, if the animal has the space reserved and they're occupying it, they're not to be disturbed. Unless it's Willie, in which case I'm going to get the belly and the toe beans. <laughs> he knows that. So all but one say, <laughs> share the chair. The chair is shared. But when it's being in use, I, I need the chair. You guys don't understand. Hold on. And I think nice. Christina let gets no, the first No, let meet. Christina. What are you doing? You know. maniac. 
He just ruined the whole thing. No, he didn't. He's a psycho. No, he didn't. Uh, just to remind everybody, this is a completely anonymous couple, and yeah. the answer is there is no right or wrong. <laughs> but the correct answer is share the fucking chair. Yeah, the chair yeah. does. The chair does get shared. But you got to realize we have one chair in the whole house in a little closet that we live in, and okay, it's we're not true. literally sitting in two chairs right now. Two different chairs that are not the chair in question. Okay, you I'm guys wrong. usually sit in the same chair. She's right. No, there's two chairs in the bedroom, too. He just says that there's one chair in the house, and we're on two of the ones that aren't even in question. Yeah. Just cover the chair when you're not sitting in it. Just throw a towel over it whenever you're not using it. And then that way, take the towel off when you sit in it, and then cover it when you're not sitting. That way, when the dog sits on it, it's like the dog's got Exactly what happens, Christina. Good. No, that's not what happens. Guess what? You're going to get dog hair on you either way. Yeah. You say to that dog, you're not getting hair on this chair. And this is my chair, and I'm sitting here. And when I'm not sitting in it, I'm going to hang it from the ceiling. No shedding. No, Are no you shedding. one of those Chinese dogs that have no hair? Dog out. Oh, cute. The crested? Chinese crested? Yeah. In Scandinavia, they like to hang their chairs from the wall when they're not using them. That's efficient. Why can't I get that at Ikea? That's amazing. You can get that at Ikea. chairs with hooks. What? That's hooking chair. <laughs> yeah. six hours to put one together with like teeny tiny tools it was it was cool amazing that's, that's, that's hooking shit i think it's on aisle 12 next to the loganberries and that's settle this petty fucking shit bullshit <laughs> so steph next time you could bring your wife and you could bring some anonymous fight that you have oh oh good we never fight isn't that weird she lets me get away with murder i have to say Except putting dog poop in another thing. That's the only thing I can't get away with. I have to carry my dog poop. But other than that, I get away with everything. Worse than murder. <laughs> worse than murder. Speaking of worse than murder, it is now time for C4 or Christina's Conspiracy Corner. So this is two developing stories. They're mini-spiracies, I'm going to say, uh, having to do with Insurrection Day last week. A lot of people thought it was kind of strange that all of these MAGA terrorists were able to get so far into the Capitol so quickly. You know, they're right there in Nancy Pelosi's office. It's not that easy to get in there. It's kind of a maze. You know, like, it's not like when you go to the hospital and there's a great big sign that says, you know, and this is where you go for this, and this is where you go for that, and follow the yellow things on the floor. It's like Ikea. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a big, windy nightmare place. So one of the House Democrats was like, hey, on the 5th, the day before it, what are all these groups of people uh, being led around by House Republicans? And apparently she said that they seem to have been associated with the, the groups that came on the 6th. So she and 30 other House Democrats have signed a letter requesting an investigation, an official investigation into these groups. Also keep in mind that since March, the public tours have been shut down. So they really like, why are you giving tours to these random people like during coronavirus? And then the next day, all of a sudden, there's all these people in there that just so happen to know how to get all the way in. The other one is the second Capitol Police officer who died, Howard Liebengood Jr., reportedly killed himself. But did he really kill himself or was he suicided? Now, his dad, Howard Liebengood Sr., was also on that force and he worked under the Nixon administration during Watergate, and he became a lobbyist. And who did his lobbyist company eventually absorb? Was Black Manafort, Stone, and Kelly. Manafort and Stone, of course, being Paul Manafort and Roger Stone. So he worked, his dad worked really closely with those guys who have just recently been pardoned by Trump. So it's just a little bit fishy that, you know, he commits suicide allegedly right, you know, right after this insurrection. So, you know, were, were the Republicans either leading these people on tours and or working with Capitol Police to, you know, get them in? Yes, they were. Yes. 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 We I saw it. it. We all saw it. Yeah. Also, yeah, saw it. wasn't he suicide by a shot to the chest? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I don't think suicided. Like, I think that's a clear indication that he was suicided because I don't know yeah. that somebody who's actually suicidal would shoot themselves random, like in the chest. 
Yeah, no, no, it's just like a headshot thing. You think you want to go for the dome shot? Straight yeah, up. Temple, temple yeah, straight or down, up. The, down the throat. Exactly. You know. All of the panic buttons were torn out. Did you hear that? That all the panic buttons were torn out? That's yes. kind of new news. No. Oh. No, yeah, I haven't I, heard that. Wow. Like, yeah. who tore them out? That's a really good That's question. That's question. But they left, the, they left the gas masks and tore out the buttons. Yep. I did not know that. Yeah, no, that just came up. I just learned about this. Shit. Was Horn Boy at the tour? Yeah, the guy with the horns, the furry dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's this forty-year-old guy. He was also charged. He went out on bail. It was like ten thousand dollars or something. Wouldn't that he wouldn't eat anything but organic food? Yep. Right. And they yeah, gave it to like him. His shaman beliefs. I think it was all just for show, to be honest, because everyone knew who he was, but they didn't really know him personally. He was just trying to be like, "This is who I am now. Now that I'm in the spotlight." But uh, he's gonna get charged. I mean, he's not on bail right now. Unless he gets well, pardoned. Well, that guy who was the Olympic, the Olympic guy. Yeah. The swimmer. He, he, the guy, the judge's son, like, they're all, it's all going to happen soon. It's just not happening soon enough. Three to four From lawmakers have COVID because of this. And they blame their Republican colleagues for not wearing masks during the siege. Deliberate. Oh, totally. Oh, totally. 100%. I think it's germ warfare. Yeah, and all of the people on the correct side, the left side, were like talking about accountability. How will history remember you? Will you be able to look your children in the eyes years from now? They accused the other side of gaslighting, and it was. If this isn't an impeachable offense, I don't know what is. And I won't let process get in the way of justice. That even came from the right side. And then the other side was like, due process and seven days, and we're all racist. I'm also a rapist. And, oh, we're tarnishing his legacy. And that was all the president's Klansmen. I don't understand. Like, I understand the the Black Lives Matter riots. I because, but I want to say to these guys, what don't you have? You've you've got enough money to buy a ticket. You've got hotel rooms here. What do you not have? That why do you do this? I understand. I don't understand. I just don't get these people. But the deep state and Hillary Clinton and Pizzagate and. Emails. No, that's not it. They're a bunch of Nazi racist fucks and they don't want people in their country and they're a bunch of colonialists that don't even know they're colonialists. This country was built on, it's we're, we're a melting pot. That's what this whole thing is about. They think they're white. They don't want to know what they're, they, I'm surprised that you could set up their DNA testing because they don't want to know what they are besides what they think they are. Ugh. That was me. Operation. That's right, what... get off my box. Please, <laughs> I just want to give him the three suges poke in the eye. Point. Well, the whole goal is to try to stop Biden's inauguration, but it was stupid. Even if they could, they it's just it was just delayed a couple more hours. It was really stupid. They really had no reason. They just, for, until like they just want to be on TV. They weren't really. They were just trying to start some sort of historic event. We're probably gonna forget about this in a couple of years from now. Oh, well, they oh, really they want stuff. they want that Civil War II MAGA boogaloo. Yeah. Do you I don't even know if Trump likes being president. I think he likes the power, but I don't think he likes the work, obviously. They said he, they, yeah, he doesn't they do said it. he's more mad that they're canceling his big golf tournament in Scotland <laughs> than he is about losing the presidency right now. <laughs> because they just took they just told him that he can't have the I forget what it's called. The PGA? Grand, yeah, it's the PGA in Scotland in his golf course. So since they're canceling that, he's all bent out of shape. He's more mad at that than, oh, he's already, his small mind has already forgotten. He's, yeah, presidency is over there. Oh, he'll he's remember when he starts getting thrown in jail for, <laughs> we hope. Also, we this hope. apparently bothers him more than the entire insurrection. That's a problem. Yeah. He liked the insurrection. Yeah. yeah. Watched it with glee. The Democrats accused the other side of being involved, and they even mentioned that he watched it with glee, that he was dis- delighted while watching. Well, they were all carrying his the flags with his name on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, they love me. That they paid twenty nine ninety five for from Trump.com. Made oh, in yeah. China. They were made in China. Yeah. I saw an idiot friend of mine post a thing about Biden donating his salary to charities. Like, what charity is Biden going to donate his salary to? And I want to be like, you know, Trump does things like donate his salary to charity so that it's a distraction from all the money. No, so he can write it off and charge himself interest. Who are you kidding? Exactly. Ooh. He's making so much more money. All of that isn't important. What is important is that okay, there's going to be Catherine. an inauguration. Yes. yes. 
That's more important than anything. Two dogs and a cat in the White House. Like a normal person, like a human being. And now it's time for horror scopes. Yes. Okay. Hey, so I'm wondering, do these um, white wing, white supremacist radicals, do they actually have astrology? Because whatever they're going to be planning on the 17th coincides with, um, because I've listened to a whole, like there are all these different YouTube astrologers and, and terror readers. So basically something, I forgot that, it's something a bad Uranus, something I forgot what it's like a <laughs> Jupiter or a Saturn or Pluto, something Uranus. really, really, a really bad Uranus thing, <laughs> and that coincides at the same set date as the seventeenth, and they're planning something for the seventeenth because it's a, because it's some kind of like anniversary or something or something significant. Okay. Just wondering if they actually have an astrologer. They probably do have an astrologer because wasn't Reagan obsessed with astrology? I was going to say, yeah, Nancy Reagan yeah, was the astrologer to all the right-wing folks. Like, that's the, the nice and accurate prophecies of Nancy Reagan is on every conservative bookshelf. I already put the garbage out there. <laughs> is there poop in it? Is there poop in your garbage? Shit, it explodes. Yeah, there's poop out in the cans. Be careful. They might be pooping the bottom of your cans. Just, and it's uh, all smooshy everywhere. Poop in the bottom of the can. All right, guys, shout outs, plugs, anybody you want to say hello or goodbye to or I love you? I love I that mean, the Islanders are winning four to nothing. I'm cutting the that. Rangers. <laughs> I love that I've made five new friends tonight. Our Yay. Friends. Yay. Yay. Galacticnorthrecords.com. Yes, we are a cult. Lisa, I hope you're feeling good. I hope you're feeling better. Check out Molly's Something Cafe in North Carolina, right near the courthouse. They've got open mics, apparently. Wednesday night. And WoodstockFarmSanctuary.org. They have new residents, River and Lita. And I was watching a live stream of them today. And River, this baby lamb, who was just, like, so small and just, like, doing, like, the littlest movements the other day, was hopping and going crazy today. So do check out River and Lita. And everybody over all of the residents at WoodstockFarmSanctuary.org. And now, for your listening pleasure, once again, Steph Mahan.
Yeah, so here's another song. 